welcome to the Black and White Podcast, where we seek to filter the gray world around us through God's Word, with radical grace, raw truth, and real hope. I'm Denise Pass, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Allison Mayberry, and we're continuing our discussion on relationships this month. Last week, we talked about toxic relationships, and this week, we're talking about how to form healthy relationships. We can't leave you hanging with a toxic. (laughs) So it can be hard to trust again and try to form new friendships when you've been burnt. It really is. And we talked about last week about forgiving someone and truly Mm -hmm. forgiving and moving Mm -hmm. forward. And if you don't forgive and move forward, then you're never going to be able to trust Mm -hmm. somebody again. Mm-hmm. This has been something that I've watched my children lament about over the years. It can be so hard to find good friendships with godly people. And they'll be like, Mama, there ain't nobody out there. But you know, it's th- this isn't just in our kids. I think as adults, too, it can be hard to find people who are that kindred spirit. It is. I think it's really hard as adults because mm-hmm. there's this misconception that when you become an adult, you have everything all together. And I'm I'm 46, and I think I'm learning some of the most important lessons of my life mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I can't even imagine going back. Could you imagine going back to being a teenager again? Ugh, um, yeah. And I'm I'm gonna <laughs> piggyback off you about our kids. You know. It is so hard. I, I I have four children, and I listen to them talk about people that they thought were their friends. And they'll talk to them, and they'll be in front of mm-hmm. them, and they'll say wonderful things. And they know the minute that they walk away, they're talking about them. Yes. And and some of my, my kids don't have a ton of friends because of that reason. And I've tried to tell them, you know, it's not the number of likes on Facebook. It's not the number of likes on your Instagram page. Who are the people that are firmly planted right in front of you? Mm-hmm. Because those are the people that when they do walk away, they're not going to be talking about you. Mm-hmm. And you need those healthy relationships to get through those deep waters that you're going to go through. So true. And gossip separates close friends, the Ugh. Bible says. And just it's like you wish Christians, especially who participate in that, would just pause for a second and realize... Uh, the Bible actually says gossipers aren't inheriting the yep. kingdom of heaven. I mean, yep. it, it lists that right next to homosexuality and yep. other sins. I know. But it is it is this thing of recognizing how hurtful that can be. The scripture for this episode is taken from Mark 10, verse 45. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. This verse lays the foundation for all of our relationships, Allison. So many times we can enter relationships thinking what those relationships can do for us. Mm -hmm. But when we instead have the attitude of how we can bless and serve others, we enter that relationship without all the expectations that can crush friendships. Absolutely. Expectations can kill relationships because we can make demands on one another and then we end up allowing bitterness to creep in. But seeking to serve others does not mean that we're a doormat. Can't let people Mm -hmm. walk all over you all the time and don't have any of our needs met either. That's why I think we have to really seek the Lord. Is this something you want me to do, Lord? Because I, I have a servant's heart. I love to serve people. But sometimes you can be so poured out and you realize, you know, Lord, am I really called to do that, you know, and serve in that way? So it can be so easy to go to either extreme, though, right? (laughs) Another thing I look for in a friend is someone who loves God and is wanting to grow in their relationship with God. Having faith in God in common helps our relationships to become a place of continued discipleship and fellowship, a vibrant part 
of a healthy relationship. And I'll, and I'll say just recently, God has brought this back into my life again. And there's uh, this group of women at my church. I didn't initiate it. And somehow I got included in it. (laughs) And I'm just so thankful because it isn't exclusive or anything. It just happened, you know, that it was like, hey, let's get together. And it's always centered on Christ. And I'm thinking, man, I really missed having that. And Uh and it's so good to search that out. And then now I've got you here. Yay! I'm so excited (laughs) to be with you. But I think in the church, Mm. you just hit on a very very important point there. Sometimes people go to church and I was one that flew under the radar for a very long time. Mm -hmm. I would go to church and I would leave as soon as the service was over. Those are the people that believe in your values, their morals and your beliefs and your truths. And those are the women that you've got to get hooked up with. And there's so many walls that are put up in church. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't get to know who the people are that are sitting to the left and to the right of you. And their life might be falling apart. They may need a Denise in their life, Mm -hmm. you know. So if we can get everyone that's in church really to bring those walls down and to talk to one another and share and celebrate with our victories and even cry together. Yeah. I, it sounds so corny to say the world would be a better place, but <laughs> but it really would, you know. And some of these relationships that you're going to come across might be more of a mentor, mentee, mm-hmm. right? So we're not saying that everyone has to be in the same place in their walk with God because the Bible doesn't leave you where you found it, right? right. Everybody grows mm-hmm. as they read their Bible. And as you're in a group of women or you're in a Bible study, Let me just say this. If you're in a Bible study and you're not growing, you need to get out of that Bible study, right? (laughs) You should be growing and you should be Mm -hmm. finding your place in Christ and you should be mentoring those women and helping those women along as well. Yeah, and especially if that that group you're in is like saying, let's pray for this person and that person, (laughs) and it's more of a gossip kind of thing. But, you know, some relationships might be for the purpose of sharing the gospel. You know, you're going to build, like you were just talking about mentor or mentee, you're going to build into that person. And those relationships will look different, less expectations, you know, and likely it'll be about us pouring into them rather than them being a support network for us. In all of our relationships, there's going to be different character traits that we need to have in place in order to have those healthy relationships. And honesty, this is just something that gets me, has for my entire life. But honesty is one of those attributes that is so necessary in order to have a good, healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm going to, you know, bring up my husband. He lied to me for four Mm -hmm. years and I do not understand that. I, I do not understand how you can look at someone that you care about and have compassion and love mm. and not tell them the truth. But I know I took a vow. I know that this is where I'm supposed to be. And I know that he's repented. And I think, because I really can't say I know all the answers, but I think that we will be okay, mm-hmm. you know, when he does come home. But you have to have that honesty between one another. And if you Mm. don't have honesty and you don't have that love for Christ, it is not going to be a healthy relationship. Oh, goodness, yes. When the other person is lying and covering up. (laughs) Oh, I have been there uh, too. When you realize the life you thought you had is not what you thought it was. And the devastation of that, um, you really can't have a deep relationship with that. Mm -mm. Broken trust makes it hard to build relationships, but it can be repaired when we acknowledge the dishonesty and have parameters in place 
to help nurture transparency and accountability. So as we're talking about building healthy relationships, you, we also have to be honest. We've got to be transparent, you know, for that relationship to be healthy. Well, and everybody's so quick to condemn somebody. In the social media world that we live, anything that comes up about an article about somebody, if you were to look at all the comments that are down below, oh, he deserves this, this woman, she deserves that, and I I can't believe this person did that, this, would it really be that hard for Mm -hmm. somebody to just turn the conversation a little bit and say, wow, do we wonder what really made that person do those things. Mm. Does that person need help? And I know, like, I guess I'm getting old because I'm thinking about all these things and thinking instead of punishing all of these people, and I do believe there's there's reason to be, there's punishment that needs to be there, but find the root of the cause. You know, yes. there's so many things that women, we, we just talked about bad relationships and unhealthy relationships. What is making some of those people have those Mm. actions that they're having? Or why do they feel like they have to be... How many women feel like they have to be in a toxic relationship to be worth something? Mm. It's horrible. You know, they think that if somebody's not beating them or if somebody's not speaking to them badly, then they're not doing something the right way. And they need to remember you are a child of God and you deserve the most. Mm -hmm. And I think part of this, um, like you were saying, condemning and accusing, um, I've seen this so much. I hate to say this in the body of Christ too, but where there is this defining of a person, oh, they have this flaw, Mm -hmm. but redemption says, let me help you with that. Not in a, I'm better than you, but in a, I've been there. I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you ever ran a red light before? Uh, No, never. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I have. (laughs) Have you ever driven above the speed limit before? Yeah. Okay. You know, when you were little, um, and you might say no, but when you were little, did you ever take something that didn't belong to you? Five years old, a pack of certs. See, I think everybody has like the bubble gum, right? Mine was like a bubble bubble piece of bubble. The reason I'm asking you these things is those things do not define the person that you are, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody makes mistakes. So how can somebody look at one person and say, I will never forgive that person for what they did. Because if you're not willing to forgive somebody for what they've done, then how do you ever expect anybody to Mm -hmm. forgive you for anything that you've ever done? Whether it be stealing a piece of bubble gum or whether it be running a red light. And that was a very long time ago, so nobody can come after you for that now. Faithfulness is another word I think of, and you know, not to faithfulness or betrayal, but the the healthy is to ourselves be faithful to someone, be loyal to someone, and to search out people who have that character trait. And and lastly, true friends should be for us, not envious, but encouragers who believe the best in us. And we need to do the same. When we don't pursue godly friendships with people of integrity, we will likely be in a toxic place ourselves. It is so important to surround ourselves with people seeking to live for God in all areas of their lives. Doesn't mean they're perfect. Doesn't. uh, I'm not perfect. Allison's not perfect. Far from it. But when we're talking about building these uh, healthy relationships in our life, these are the things, just to kind of recap for you a little bit what we've been talking about here, that you want to 
seek to serve, that you want to lay down your expectations. Don't let that kill your relationship. You want to have your faith in God common with one another and seek out, seek to be transparent and honest in your relationship and seek people who are honest also, um, which maybe that's a hard thing to do. You know, you don't figure that out sometimes right away. Um, well, and have fun. Yeah. You know, when, when you've got these healthy relationships, find people that are full of wisdom and have mm-hmm. traits that you want to achieve, right? right? You want to be with people that you are like-minded. And you just said there's a difference between like-minded and envious, right? Yes. It's not people that that like that way. Um, but just finding people that have things in common with you and that will make you a better person. Yeah. And you know, you keep that relationship healthy. If you have things in common, that kind of makes it a nice natural relationship. You keep it healthy by not comparing. Correct. You know, because that can be so easy to happen. And ultimately we need to need God more than people. See, Mm. when I'm needy of a person, I can make that unhealthy. But when I can affirm that person and, and say, wow, you are important in my life, but I'm not going to put so many demands on you. That's how I keep it healthy as well. When we are whole, we are ready for a healthy relationship too, being whole in Christ. Well, and it feels great to be able to bless people, right? To be able to serve people and to know that you can come beside your friend and you can encourage them Mm -hmm. in everything that they're doing and celebrating their victories. Yes. There's nothing better than that. You've been so good at that. You know, I've just seen in your life that right in the midst of when we go through hard times, it's easy to become self-focused. Mm. And I remember going through a time where I realized someone lovingly came to me and said, you know, you need to take the focus off of yourself. Yeah. And that changed my perspective. And here you're hosting a study in your house and the different things that you're doing, it's reaching from outside of yourself and how can you help others? I think I've found... I'm not hosting that study anymore. Mm. That table has become God's table. That study has completely become Mm -hmm. God's study. And I had a friend one time that said to me when I said, I don't want any help. I, I don't need it. I, you know, don't don't put your attention on me. Yeah. And they said, haven't you ever blessed somebody before? And I said, yeah, we've done this, we've done that. And they said, well, Allison, how dare you deny me of that blessing? Right. And I thought, whoa, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's super important when you go through something yeah. that you, if you, if you lock yourself in, then you're never going to attain any of these goals. You're not going to have a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. So we really do, we need to focus on other people. And that's really what I want. I don't, who wants to focus on their problems? Mm-hmm. I don't want, you know, so if I can help other people around me, if I can come alongside you and even just being here with you, you have no idea what therapy that is for me. Oh, I mean, God. it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love your books. I've loved, mm-hmm. you know, your other podcast that you're doing, not your podcast. Your Seeing deep podcast? Your, no, I was thinking Oh, of, the Bible reading plan. Yes, your Bible reading plan. <laughs> Facebook Live. Yeah, I'm like, she's got a lot, people. If you're not I'm following sorry. her on all the platforms, you need to follow her. Oh, um, no, funny. because sometimes... Follow him. <laughs> follow... Exactly. That's it. It's, and know? that's it. You know, it's just getting into the Word mm-hmm. and being with people who are going to direct you in the right direction. Amen. Absolutely. The raw truth is that there is no perfect friend But when we focus on being a godly friend, we might just find one too. Mm -hmm. The radical grace is that friendship falls short and God is a faithful friend and will meet our every need. And the real hope 
is as we're faithful to God and in fellowship with other godly people, we will meet others who love God. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth. Great job.